Hello, hello, awesome people, and welcome to Authors Chat with Allison, where I will be interviewing inspiring authors and upcoming authors about their book, their brand, and their business. Today, I have with me on the line Reverend Dr. Sharon Y. Harley. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much. It's so good to be with you. I am excited. Oh, I am so excited to have this opportunity to speak with you and just see just how good God is and the things he's moving us towards in these days. Amen. 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 Um, Reverend Dr. Sharon Wahali, listen, introduce yourself to our listening audience. Yes. Well, I am. Reverend Dr. Sharon Y. Harley, and I have thrown that Y in there, my middle initial, simply because in the Maryland, Washington, uh, Virginia area, there are so many Sharon Harleys. So I said it's time for me to separate myself. So I put my Y in there for Yvette so people will know the one and only Sharon Y. Harley. Um, And so that's me. Thank you so much. Yes, but tell us a little bit about um, your ministry. Okay, yes, yes. Well, I've been ministering for over 30 years, and uh, about 10 years ago, the Lord said I couldn't run anymore from having what I call the four walls ministry. So uh, seven years ago, I started our church called Run and Shout Evangelical Ministries, International Ministries, where I am the overseer. And then we also have a restoration center in honor of my mother and my son, which is the Birchie and Edmund Harley Center of Hope, Refuge, and Restoration. The short name is Overcomers. And so I am excited about that and just recently added to what God is doing in my life is that of a co-author and an author. So, again, I'm so excited to spend some time with you, my friend. I am really, really excited about that. Awesome, awesome. So you are on an anthology with me. So what is the title of the anthology, and what is it all about? So, yes, this anthology, to which, again, I am excited about because there's history between you and I. Uh, We have over, I think, probably close to 45-year relationship. So, folks, many of may not know you were writing before you even played. And so to be a part of this uh, anthology is just so very exciting for me. But it's the second edition of Women Empowered. I mean, I'm sorry, Empowered to Win. I always like to throw in that women. But, yes, uh, Empowered to Win, uh, the second edition. And I am excited because you are that visionary, and I'm so proud of you, and just to see the great things that uh, God is doing with you. I remember watching you over the center blocks as we played as children, and you were even writing then, but look what God was doing. So I'm, ex- I'm just as excited about you and the work you're doing, and certainly to be a part of this awesome anthology, this second edition. Yes. Thank you, thank you so much for saying that. Now, when you said um, women empowered, I knew exactly what you were thinking because I have the Women Empowered to Win conference. So they they definitely go um, (laughs) hand in hand. I want to ask you, um, what is the title of your chapter, 
And can you share with us a little bit about it without um, giving it away since we want others to purchase the book? Okay, yes. So my chapter is Stay in the Race, and I am excited about that that chapter, Stay in the Race, because when I look at uh, or have seen some of what the other great women that are part of this anthology are doing, it fits in, I believe, just perfect for the direction that God has taken so many of us today. Wow, wow. So if you could share one or two points um, from your chapter, what would that be? Well, the main point in Stay in the Race is that life is going to happen, but we need to make the decision, especially now, to stay in the race. It's easy to get out. It's easy to stop, but it takes a decision to stay in the race. And if we think about it, if we stay in the race, we have a chance at winning. It's when we get out that we short ourselves or cheat ourselves from even having the chance to see what on the other side of whatever challenge, whatever situation we were going through, that there was still a 100% chance that we could win. I don't believe in 50, but a 100% chance that you would come out on the other side victorious. So stay in the race. Stay in the race. Never come out. So who do you believe is your target audience, or um, who are you aiming um, that will read your chapter? Well, the way I see it, everybody and anybody that can read, because in this life, in this experience that we're going through, we're going to have troubles. We're going to have all kinds of situations that will happen to us, big, small, even young people. They have to be encouraged, especially our younger people now, because it is It's just easy to give up. But if you give them some insight and encouragement as to how they can stay in this in the race, that is what the book will also talk about, my chapter, how to just stay in the race, not just stay in the race. I'm not telling you something to do without giving you some of the points that will help you to stay in the race, to get a buddy system. But whatever you do, just know that there is no option to get out. The choice has been decided. You've made the decision you're going to stay in the race because you have a whole life ahead of you, young people. And for those that are older, there may be things that you've been praying on all your life. Don't give up on them. Continue to stay in that race for plans. Stay in that race for desiring the things that you uh, want. Just staying in the race. It includes just like speaking to that mountain. So often we talk about mountains being mountains of pain or sickness and things like that. The mountain is whatever is standing between where you're trying to go. So we're going to make the decision today. We're going to stay in the race because we're going to get over that mountain. Whatever that mountain is, whatever that race is that we are enduring, we are staying in it to win it. Amen? I'm excited. Amen. Amen. So what inspired you to, you know, want to write your chapter? What do you believe inspired you? Well, as I said, it's been a, a 30 years I've been in ministry, but the last 20 years of my life have been disastrous. (laughs) 
Uh, I'm not saying that it's all been bad, but, you know, sometimes we try to balance out things, the pros and the cons, and, and there has been so much bad in it. But I had to make the decision. God could not move until I made a decision. And when I made the decision that I wasn't going to give up, I wasn't going to give in, that I was going to stay in this race because not just my life depended on staying in the race, but I'm a mother of four children. I now have three grandkids. I have a son that has been sick since he was eight months. He's now 27, thank God, but he has three terminal illnesses. So I've had years where I've lived at Children's Hospital. So I had no choice. I, if I didn't stay in the race, that meant that everything connected to me would fall apart. You know, I listen to you when you say everything attached to you wins. Well, when we make that decision that, you know, we're going to give in, we have to remember everything that's attached to us. So I had to stay in the race so it would teach my children to stay in the race, those that are watching me to stay in my race and stay in the race. My son with the different illnesses and terminal illnesses and lived most of his life in the hospital, he, they said he wouldn't even uh, pass grade school. There were half the times he couldn't even go to school. But he has a degree, and prior to this pandemic, he was teaching STEM education. So he stayed in the race. Yes. I taught him, you stay in the race. So that happened because he had someone to see. So we cannot give up on ourselves because people are watching us. What are we going to do? So every time I hear you say everything attached to me wins, girl, like, let's rub shoulders because I want to <laughs> win, 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 right? Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so how long <laughs> – and, and I keep thinking because I remember when we did our, um, I don't know, I don't remember if it was phase one or phase two when I said everything attached to Jesus wins. I'm attached to Jesus, so everything attached to him wins. We just win. Um, yes. So I, I'm just thinking, you know, over everything that you just said, man, just, just awesome. So how long do you think it took you to write your chapter for this anthology? Well, it, it didn't take long because, again, this, these last 20 years of my life, it was like the making of the movie. <laughs> and so in the making of the movie, I, I've just been jotting down things here and there. And when I begin to look back, because we need to every so often look back to see where we've come from, to know where we're going, or to even just push us with our desires to move forward. And I begin to think about what's in me. I begin to think about being in Dillon, South Carolina, where I hail from, and as a child, as early as age of four and a half, five years of age, having to go in the cotton fields and work, having to get on the back of a, tr- a white man's truck, not to um, to, to be uh, what do you call it, racist or anything, right. but that, that's just what it was during that time frame. But I, I had to get on the back of the truck, and I had to go to the cotton field like everybody else and pick those bulbs. And then I worked in the tobacco barn where I got beat up all the time because my my life was half in, in Washington, D.C., and the other half picking cotton in South Carolina. So I wasn't as skilled and fast as the other people were. But what I learned then was, again, at an early age, 
this was all I had. I, I had to do what they did in Rome. I, that meant I had to stay in the race. So to stay in the race, I picked up a lot of uh, perseverance. I picked up a lot of pressing beyond where I am. So I knew that for all of the, what I learned and uh, ethically to stay and do what, do what was necessary, those things way back then helped me. When I think about my son, all of what I had to do, my son never knew he had leukemia, stage four adult leukemia. He and my mom at the same time, unfortunately, she would succumb. But I never told my son he had leukemia until after my mother had passed. I told him he had a testimony. And so I had to then take what I was putting into my son and say, okay, girl, you don't have chaos and confusion going on. You've got a testimony, but you got to stay in this race. you got to be inspired to get beyond where you are because you are a winner. You are an overcomer. So that's it. These 20 years, it, it has been, say, working out in the gym. You know, some people work a lifetime to get the, you know, the biceps, the triceps, the six-pack, yes. and all of those different things. It, it can take a lifetime. Well, writing this chapter was a part of a lifetime of experiences, 20 years. So it was quick and easy for me to write because every day. It's been a part of what I revisit and motivates me in the morning, in the noonday. When I get exhausted, I'm thinking about what I've gone through. I can't turn back now. I have to stay in the race. And somebody else needs to know that today, this is the day you make the decision, just like being saved. This is the day that you make the decision to stay in the race. Yes. Yes. I'm trying to um, pull myself together because you can start church and we're supposed to be <laughs> doing a recording. <laughs> no, um, so ultimately, what do you want readers to gain from reading your chapter? If you could name two to three things, what would that be? I'm going to just say these things, hope, inspiration, and faith to stay in the race. Yes, yes. Now, here's another question. If you could name three things that you are most thankful for right now, what would that be? And even if you have more, that's fine. <laughs> okay. So, so here I am. So I am thankful that when I felt that I was all alone, I learned that through this 20-year journey that God was actually simply protecting me, and I'm very thankful for that. I learned that feeling alone caused me to even be able to be strengthened by everything that I was going going through. So, again, he was protecting me. He was strengthening me. And then I am convinced that it was good for me uh, that I had been afflicted, that I had gone through these things because that taught me to totally depend on Jesus, amen. All of these things helped me to get to the place where staying in the race sometimes looks easier than it ever did before. Wow, wow. Do you have anyone in your life that was influential in you deciding to write your um, story or even to just share your story? Well, if you thought you were laughing before, you might really get a kick out of this. I do. <laughs> I, I, so 
if, if this were one of those awards programs, this is how I would say, say it. To my enemies, <laughs> all of those that thought that you were going to destroy me, today you get the Academy Award for helping to catapult me to a place yeah. where now I feel more emboldened to, to move and press beyond the things that have happened in this life. That Sanhedrin Council of today, those folks that thought would pray for you and encourage you, I thank every last one of them because if it had not been for them, <laughs> I wouldn't have tried to get the strength to stay in the race. So to all of my enemies, I thank each and every one of you because you are the reason that you're reading my chapter in this magnificent anthology, uh, Stay in the Race. Stay in the yes. Race. Yes. Because a lot of times people think that, you know, if they don't do something or if they don't um, complete whatever it is you need, um, that that's going to stop what God has for you. Actually, it just makes you even want to push on more to complete what it is that God has for you. Yeah. So let me ask so you this question. Oh, go ahead, Sharon. No, I was just saying you're absolutely true. Yes. So do you believe that um, God has another um, a book for you or a book coming soon? Yes, yes. So one of the other things that did excite me about doing this anthology, this Empowered to Win, because, again, all of what you one might think is leading them down a pathway that they can't do this or they can't do that. If you stay in the race, there is so much more that God has and, he, you know, his plans and his coordination with what is happening in our life events. If we stay the course, stay in the race with him, we will see just how well he is orchestrating so many great things that, again, go back to that attachment. So coming soon, hopefully within the next couple of weeks, will be my first book, which is called My Testimony of Redemption, Redeemed, Restored, Recommissioned. And so the anthology, my chapter, Stay in the Race, will cover how I managed to get to the place of that testimony, to stay in the race. So, yeah, that is coming soon, and I'm excited about that. So, y'all, they're going to be a pair. Stay in the race. Redeem, restore, recommission. Hashtag all of them. Yes, yes. So before we get ready to close out, um, share with the listening audience some words of encouragement. Okay. So in life, again, you've heard me say over and over again, stay in the race. But the things that we have to understand to give us a little insight into staying in the race is to realize that life is a series of adjustments and readjustments. So when we go through tough things, which are going to happen, we have to decide each day to stay in the race, knowing that in these places we are gaining the strength, the greatest strength that we can ever receive because God is going to get with us to get to that next place, but we must stay in the race. Life is a workout. We just got to readjust to it. So, Sharon, 
do you believe that it is your faith that has um, continued to uh, press upon you to uh, continue to write? Yes. I have every bit of eight to ten books in my laptop. It has taken me ten years to get the one that's coming out in a few weeks, and I'm excited again for this chapter with you. But it's taken a while, but over 20 years I've been writing. So it's never too late. What God has for you, God holds back time if necessary for you to get where he's taking you. Destiny doesn't go away because we delay it. A delay is never a denial. You and I are going to get there, and as my kids grew up on, we have two ways to get where God has taken us, the easy way or the hard way. <laughs> yes, yes. So, um, and, and I, I kind of lost my thought because I wanted to ask you something. Do you have any upcoming engagements that you would like to share with the listening audience? So the upcoming engagement that I do have is that July 18th, and this goes along with my story, I will be consecrated as bishop. Our ministry has grown now from being in one state to multiple states and even in Africa. And, uh, And as of today, we're actually purchasing another lot in Uganda, and so I'm so grateful to what God is doing. That's why you got to stay in the race. And what would normally take someone 20 years, 30 years to do, imagine if I had done what God called me to do in the beginning, imagine if I had not allowed those Sanhedrin councils to hold me back. It didn't matter. What God had for me was for me. My job was to stay in the race, and because I did, all of those things that he still had for me are now coming to fruition now. So the one thing, again, that's on this calendar is July 18th. I will be consecrated as bishop, and I'll coming to you soon, the workshop reboot that will discuss stay in the race and redeemed, restored, recommissioned. Yes, and tell us about um, when does your book come out, the anthology come out? June 3rd, June 3rd, June 3rd, June 3rd, coming soon to a theater and, and what do you call it, social media screen to you soon, June 3rd. I am excited. I am running and shouting and flipping and all those good things because God is good. I am so excited. I, as I started off, I am just as excited and proud because here we are, this relationship, a 45-year relationship. God reconnected us, and just to see you doing what I saw you doing on the center block of East Bay, <laughs> I am happy. <laughs> I am so happy. To God be the glory. So, yes, y'all, coming soon. Empower to Win, the second edition. You want to get it because it will bless your life immensely. It's for any and everybody that can read. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. Now, how can our listening audience get in touch with you because you have the Reboot Conference coming up and you also have, you know, um, not only the anthology, the chapter, but you have your book getting ready to come out the conference um, um, being elevated, 
and, you know, so much more that God has for you. So what are some of your um, social media platforms that you would like to leave with the listening audience? So first is our church website where there will be a link to direct you to a website that I'll have just for this um, will come soon, but that is Run and Shout Ministries, T-R-I-E-S, the number one, dot org. Again, Run and Shout, S-H-O-U-T, Ministries, the number one, dot org. Uh, as well as my Twitter is Sharon Y. Harley Ministries, Reboot, hyphen, triple R, R-R-R for Redeemed, Restored, Recommissioned. YouTube is Sharon Y. Harley Ministries, Reboot, hyphen, triple R, the same thing. And on Facebook, you can find me at Sharon Y. Harley Ministries, Reboot, Redeemed, Restored, and Recommissioned. And thank you so, so very much. I am looking forward to meeting all of you, seeing you, and just to say something where I can even encourage you all as you continue to encourage us. You know what, Sharon? I just realized what I wanted um, you to mention. Was your church um, or you helping with the church over in Africa? Because I know you have a GoFund. Yes. Yes. Oh, thank you so much. Yes. So we're going to, the day after I am consecrated, July 18th, I'm going to Africa July 19th for two weeks there to uh, to ordain, to license, and to consecrate the churches, the buildings. We're going there to even do more to help with the women and the violence that's um, taking place there. So you can go to our GoFundMe page, which is under Run and Shout Ministries. If you just search, put in search Run and Shout, you'll see where there's a missions trip for Africa, Dark Congo, and we are excited and would appreciate anything you do. A dollar will help. whatever you can do to help support our getting over there. We would greatly appreciate everything you do. You can also give when you go to our church website, Run and Shout Ministries there. You can go to any of the cash app, GiveLify, PayPal, or the FaithLife app and give there, put in there. And we are nonprofit. So you could claim this all on your taxes. So we just appreciate anything you do to assist us as we do the work of serving God by serving people. Amen. Amen. So, Sharon, I just want to thank you, thank you, thank you for um, being on the call today. And on behalf of Gospel Time Machine, AGD Publishing, we here at Authors Chat with Allison would like to thank you for taking time out to spend your day with us, wishing you much success and blessings on your journey. Peace, Allison.